0: All right, we're now rolling I'm about I'm gonna do, an, do the intro that I normally do for my podcast. <clears throat> Welcome back guys. This is another episode of Unfiltered Christianity and I got a special episode for you guys. Uh, we are talking about Matthew 6 through 11 today and I have some buddies of mine to help us unpack it and so we're just, they're gonna be passing a mic, so just bear with them as we as we discuss. But before we get started, I uh, had a little little something that was on my heart to think about. To talk about. And it was... There was a song that I heard. I, I don't know. I don't own any of these lyrics that I'm about to say. It is uh, all by the artist KB. Phenomenal, phenomenal Christian rapper. I think everybody should go look him up. He's phenomenal. Love him. Anyway, he made a song called The Art of Drifting. And he had a dream where it was a warning to him. But the warning to be applied to us all. So in So in the song, it takes a figure who was a prominent Christian person. And he, um, and I know this is random, but this is not related to Matthew 6 through 11. There's just something on my heart. But anyway, that's random. But this Christian figure, you know, is touring. It could it, be a pastor. It to be an evangelist. It to be all kinds of things, you know. But um, it's someone who has merchandise to sell, whether it be books, clothing, whatever, whatever. They started focusing more on the money And they started drifting in that regard. They started focusing more on the fact that they were a celebrity, quote-unquote. And uh, alcohol got involved, and it was just, you know, they started drifting. And it was to the point that uh, people, females specifically, were DMing him, and they started flirting in the DMs. And he said in one of the lines, he said, it's just the emoji eyes. I would never bite, though. He said, till she showed up at the show in the front row wearing the same outfit that you left a comment on. And and so at that point, he had a choice to make. And and I think that choice, uh, uh, unfortunately, comes to a lot of us, and that is we entertain the idea of sin, but then it comes knocking on our door, and then we're like, oh, crap, this is real now. Like, what are we going to do? Like, what what's actually going to happen now? Like, she's actually in front of me. Mm-hmm. What, what what you got? You got something? You ain't got nothing? not what you're saying. Okay. So it's like she, she's, she's there in the front row. So now you have a choice to make. And so then he... You know he stopped he he pushed his flight back, ended up going to her room and adultery was committed because yeah. this figure was married and so the thing was he goes back to the song to explain how he got to that point in the first place, and that was he started spending more time on the Instagram and these are the lyrics of the song he said "You start spending more time on the Instagram than the Son of God stop calling on your past when you got home and he was like, how many people ended up like me here?" He said, every great falls from a hundred bad decisions. And that's where I feel like we need to pay attention to this song. It's because we're like, oh, it's just, you know, I'm just saying the A word when I'm frustrated, but then you keep saying it and now you're full-blown cursing. You know, it's like, oh, I'm just watching, you know, it's, it's not technically pornography what I'm watching, but then you're watching full-blown pornography. The point is, is that every small decision that we stop doing in terms of what we do for god to lead to something much much bigger if we allow it to and so it reminds me of when i played football you know they told the running backs never stop moving your feet if you get hit you never stop moving your feet because you have an opportunity to break the tackle you have a chance to do that but as soon as you stop moving your feet you start moving backwards and so that's when you start getting tackled and so no matter what you're going through no matter what satan has hit you with keep moving keep reading your word Keep keep praising, keep worshiping, and it may hurt. it may hurt, but you got to keep going. Mm-hmm. and some people have legitimate wounds, and some people have legitimate like, like s- s- hurts that happen to them, something that is legitimate because you know some people overreact to things' I'm just be honest with you, but there's some people who actually have legitimate scenarios. somebody died, somebody cheated on you, there was trust broken, something legitimate could have happened to you, but that doesn't mean you give up with your relationship with Jesus. You have to keep moving because at the end of the song, he was talking about, you know, one of my favorite lines. It was pretty good. He said, "You didn't know you was lo- you was lost in the sauce, but you was slow cooking. You can't you can't stay where you are. You have to keep going. Mm. You can't you you can't stay in that. You know, just keep moving.
1: Repeat that one more time. <laughs> Repeat that one more time.
0: He didn't know you was lost in the <laughs> sauce, but you was slow cooking. Mm. And so." you just have to keep moving and keep keeping it fresh with God because the more as soon as you get stale that's when you get in that quote slow cooking phase you gotta keep it fresh so that's why you always gotta read your word pray do something different do what you gotta do to get close to God and I heard someone say one time it's like if you gotta like turn on worship music and walk around and pray if you need to like lay on your face if you need to journal if you need to do whatever you need to do to get close to God and don't stop moving that's the best thing that you could ever do is don't stop moving because mm. as soon as you stop reading your word as soon as you stop praying as soon as you stop going to church that's when the devil's going not start winning mm. and it'll be a lot easier for you easier well i went so country there it's a lot easier to go you know to fall into sin
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> No, I know. Yeah, not for sure, brother. Just to uh, add on to what you've been saying, for sure. Uh, a lot of us, I feel like a lot of us, especially people who are part of like you know the body of Messiah, for sure. You know, we we tend to get real complacent mm-hmm. at times. Yep, and and we forget that he the uh, Hebrews uh, chapter four verse twelve. You know, it says this. You know, keep in mind, guys. Like you know, every single bit of scripture is endorsed and written by the lord 100% okay fully through right not a single word is spoken without the lord be, being the ambassador of scripture uh we forget that father's word is alive you know what i'm saying like it's alive and it's active and it's and it's and it and what else it exposes our deepest darkest desires it's sharper than any, any double edged sword you know it it like it, it's it's meant to separate you know what i'm saying but every it, it's it's life you know what i'm saying and so it, and so in, in those times when we're in a deep dark spot right we need to remember that like bro like if i need life i need to, i need to, i need to go back to the one who gave life yep right and 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 it may sound so uh i want to say the the only word I can really say is it may sound so simple, but it's always the easiest things in life are the hardest things to do. Is to go back and pick up the word and see what and to see what the, see what uh, what Father has for you. Well, you see you know? this
0: this can actually apply back to our our scriptures for this week uh, in Matthew seven because he literally said, and starting in seven twenty four. Everyone who then hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. When the rain fell and the flood came and the winds blew and beat on the house, it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and, and great was the fall of it. Mm. And so hearing the words, it's one thing, and, th- and this is where... Some people probably will get irritated to hear this, but Satan does not care if you read the Bible. Facts. He don't. He Matter
1: don't. of fact, reading the Bible doesn't even get you into heaven.
0: No, it won't. It, we'll talk about that later because he like he. Some of the most bone chilling bits of scripture are yeah. right right before mm-hmm. that. But the point is, is that you have to live what you hear. Amen. It's not just in, in like I know this is a struggle. I struggle with it all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. And. You know, it's like I've had to, you know, have, like, the realization of, like, I'm not – sometimes I'm not the same person at work that I am at church, you know. And so I'm not the same person when I'm hating out with people who I know are not the, quote, super Christians, even though I hate that. That's so stupid. We're we're all (laughs) the same in God's eyes. I mean, uh, the point – (laughs)
1: <laughs> no I'm laughing because it's just Yeah that's true people do yeah. like like oh, yeah, The holy of holies like, uh, Yeah you know for real yeah. but
0: it's like but the, the point is that like I wasn't doing what he said And like in the book of James it literally says If you know what is right but you don't do it That's sin that is sin for him yeah. And so that's what I've had to, to Wrestle with and grapple with lately you know Is that What like I know the truth Not saying that I'm any better than anybody But it's like I know what the bible says About sexual immorality but yeah I still struggle with things You know, I know what the Bible says about cursing, but I still struggle with my language. You know, because it's a daily struggle. That's why Jesus said you had to pick up your cross daily. He didn't say yearly. He said daily. And so it's just it's hard. It's hard to do that. You know, it's hard to um, understand that you had to pick up your cross daily and Mm -hmm. live for Him every second of every day. And like even when I first started going to the church that I was that I'm attending now, is that I heard someone say. She was like, every conversation needs to be a gospel conversation. I'm sitting there thinking, it's not a little legalistic. It's not a little uptight. But, I mean, two degrees, she's right. I mean, we're supposed to be sharing the gospel every single chance that we can possibly get. You know, and so we just have to keep going. So the point is, is that you have to hear the, wor- hear the words of God and live them. That's what he was talking about in that, in that passage is that you – it's like when you hear these words and you live these words, when Satan comes after you,
1: you have the foundation, you have something yeah. to stand on. Yeah. And James uh James also talked about uh Jesus half brother. He said uh I think it's chapter 4. He said don't don't be just a hearer of the word, be a doer of the word because exactly. those that hear the word and don't and don't apply it to their life is basically like you looking into a mirror and then walking away forgetting and then you know forgetting what you look like. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and that's us. You know what I'm saying? Like how many like I put this and it's something that um I'm talking to a lot of a lot of people about here recently. How many times throughout Scripture do you have to read in order, like, read that God is always going to be with you for you to really believe He's always going to be with you, or that He loves you and that He's always going to love you? How how many times does the Father have to like? like How many times do you have to read throughout Scripture for the Father to say, literally, take refuge in Me in order for you to do it? Right, one hundred percent. And so, and so, and so for for us as a that part of the body, man we we can't just sit here and just take in only little bits and pieces that that fit our lifestyle. You know, like like we have to take in all that God is. Because a lot of people out here, especially the people who 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 claim to be part of the church, man, they 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 try to put God in a box. But like this, the Sadducees, right, sit here. They believe in God, right? But they believe that God stopped speaking after Moses died.
0: Yeah. Uh, read, the, read the whole <laughs> book of Acts. Just read the entirety yeah. of the book of Acts. Like, like, like that, you that can't silence. tell that God don't speak.
1: Exactly. That's, like For real. They believe that God stopped speaking. God was done. After Moses passed away. Who did you say you believe? The Sadducees. The, basically, but, you know, the, 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 the Sadducees,
0: like, think of it as like, they were like a political party. They had basically four political parties back in the day. They had the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and two others that I can't remember. And so the Pharisees were like the Jews who were like super, super strict to the Levitical law, which is like don't eat, don't eat pork, wash your hands, ceremonial cleansing, mm-hmm. the yarmulkes, and stuff like that. And the Sadducees were more of like the militants, if you can imagine it like yeah.
1: that. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 let's let's say for those who who study straight, straight study straight Torah, right they 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 believe in God right but they they try to put god like in like in a in a box by keeping him like only in the logical sense of like you know like nobody could ever see him there's no blase blase you know uh the father will only do so much we but but since he's since he's already done this part for us we let's lean on man's wisdom but what what did God say in scripture and what did he say in proverbs is it a, a, a way a way uh a way uh what did he say in a man's eyes, his own his own way is right, right. But in reality, dude, he leads he would lead himself to destruction, right? Or,
2: or, even, just to, or even to to add on what you were saying, um, or even the scripture where it talks about you know trusting the Lord with all your heart and leaning not on your own understanding as well.
1: One hundred percent. But people but people do that today, right? And that's Old Testament too, right? So 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 we 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 have to. To really this one thing I had I had asked myself weeks ago and and I've just now started to like to apply it like 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 really, really, like full fledged that even though I may not agree with all that the father says because of the fact of you know, it's not what necessarily feels good to me. Like if someone cusses me out, like I wanna give you eye for an eye, right? Yeah, yeah. If like I don't feel comfortable giving people like my money if i know for a fact i could do other things with it right but what does god say give so give freely right you're willing to love your neighbor as yourself exactly right
0: and to add to what you're saying is that like you know we as believers we can't argue with what god has no because or what god says because you know it says in john one in the beginning was the word and so many people are like, oh, the Bible's open for... It. No, it's not open for interpretation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh. If you have a problem with this book, you have a problem with Jesus.
1: Matter of fact, he even said like this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words stand forever. They no, don't, they don't pass away.
0: Well, that's, that's the thing that people don't understand, is that, like, you know, heaven will pass away because we don't have the new earth. Like that talks, it's talked about that in revelation but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, thing like that the point I'm making is that like there is so much more beyond what our little human brains can comprehend exactly and yeah. so at the end of the day I take refuge in the fact that I believe in the bible I take comfort in the fact that I believe in the bible because that means that like you know I take I don't have to have it all figured out because God does I'm thankful that I'm not on the throne. And y'all ain't going to be standing before me on Judgment Day. Because there's right. a couple of times. Um, I'm, there's, I'm sure there's situations out there where I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation. Really people is. like, well, isn't it justified if they do this, this, and this for this? I'm like, I see what you're saying on a logical standpoint. You know, just like, but on a spirit, I'm like, I, I would not want, you know, to be
1: the judge. Facts, right? And, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts, man. And, and, and so, and we have to like what 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 was it that that Paul said that you know what what we see right now is like a it's like like, like a real like it's a vague mirror the picture's not made clear. oh it's right?
0: something like life is but a vapor yeah well, but, but, something like that yeah
1: well what i'm so, what i'm saying is is like okay we we see life as only as a like in a part right because we were born, puzzle. right we were born mm-hmm. at a at a time and a place right. This man's been around since the beginning and even before the beginning of that, creation.
0: That's the thing that blows my mind, but that's the that's so, systematic theology right so, there.
1: So how can we deter- be, be able to say that, oh, th- this should happen this way? This needs to happen this way for me, for him, for her. How, how, how can we sit here and say that?
0: Well, the Bible does say that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Exactly. And so we literally physically cannot comprehend the full Can't. deity of God, and we it's, never will until we everything. get to heaven. And so, and like the thing too is that like, I saw on Facebook there's there's these things that are going around on Facebook of like people taking a, like AI those AI imagery mm-hmm. things, and and this one guy took it to make it uh, where it would program what the, what the AI thought the gates of heaven would look like. Mm. And it was way more magical and majestical than I could have even comprehended to paint mm. as a picture as a human. Yeah. And that's not even still, that's still don't pale in comparison to what the actual gates are going to look like. Yeah, facts. And we're going on a really big tangent here, but I like it. Uh, no, it's, it's needed, it's, bro. It's just, yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? We're for falling. Yeah. It's did, y'all, like, did y'all read Psalms 139?
0: I did. did I you, did. It was good.
1: What, did you read it? Preston, did you read it? Hold on, let me
0: just. I'm, I'm just gonna read it for you. Read
1: songs 139. I'm gonna please, read it brother. for y'all, bro. 139 is a little is like a like. It's so good. It's a, it's a description on basically how God is has been there for you, even whenever you were not there for you or you were not even here, mm-hmm. bro. Read that, bro. All right, read that fire. Oh Lord, you have searched
0: me and known me, and you. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is is on my tongue... Behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in before and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot obtain it. Where shall I go from, from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even your hand shall lead me. And your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light be my night. Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as the day for darkness as is light with you. Good Lord. Y'all need to pray for me sometimes when I read out loud. For if y'all form my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw me. Un- you saw. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed of me at when as yet none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more than the sand. And I await, and I'm still with you. <clears> o <throat> oh, that would slay in the wicked, O oh God. O oh, men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with, my, with malicious intent. Your enemy take your name in vain. And I do not hate those who hate you, O oh Lord. Or do I not hate you? Oh, I cannot read. Lord, have mercy. And do I not loathe those who rise against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them with my enemies. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try me out. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way of the everlasting. Mm. That's a, that a good one. Mm. The thing that made me re- think about, you know, is that how, you know, omnipresent God is. Mm. We can't, literally, there's nowhere we can go. People are, oh, we, well, we got, I, I got privacy in my room. I can look up this video. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. God will know. He's there. He knows. He He is there when you think no one's there. He will always be there. He is He's always there, and I love that.
3: And it's it's crazy how now, because I wasn't saved until I was 18. Um, it's crazy looking back of how he's been there for me, even when I didn't know him, didn't know who I, who he was. And like, there's this one example of, let's see, I was, we were little. It was me, my brother, my mom, and my dad in the car. And we had this uh, Volkswagen CC. And we were, dad was driving, mom was in the passenger seat, me and my brother were in the back. And we were, dad was merging on the interstate and driving a little bit too crazy. And we, I think he, I remember him telling us we were probably going 110, 120 as he was merging. And he said the rear end started coming around on him. And he, because he's Box he's certified through the state of Georgia, but because he worked for DNR, but, I mean, still going that fast, there's nobody can recover from that. That's just it's one of those things. But somehow, some way, it after he said he fishtailed a little bit, he said somehow it just kicked back straight, and he slowed down. And thinking back on that story as now a follower of God, and since I've been living for him, it really it's crazy how you can look back on stories like that and go, man, he's been with me since day one, since I was born. He's been there looking after me. And it took me 18 years to figure out who he was. That just that now, blows my mind.
0: What's crazy is to me is that I can't remember the exact term for it. There's a term for it, but I can't remember what it's called. But there's a term um, talking about God's foreknowledge, meaning God does not exist in time. Mm. And, you know, First Peter says that a day is like a thousand days and a thousand days is like a day to the Lord, meaning that he doesn't exist in time. He, is, he sees a, uh, in this current moment, he sees you as an adult. He sees you as a, as a senior adult. He sees your kids. He sees it all since he doesn't exist in time. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that, I wish I could remember the name of this term. But there's a term that's saying that since God knew in his foreknowledge that you would get saved at 18, he went back and saved you in that moment when you were little.
3: Yeah, no that that definitely makes sense.
0: And my but the buddy who told me that he was saying that he believed that he should have died twice before he was two. He he woke up with the umbilical cord t- like tucked around his neck and he was suffocating. That should have killed him. Didn't die. The second time is that he was two. It was jumping on the couch, fell face first through a glass table, broke the glass completely, scarred him up, cut him up, and everything he said he, he thinks he should die then and he had john's the discoloring disease when you come out as like yellow or something as a baby or whatever anyway um but he then he spent most of his life as an atheist and he got saved like fourteen, fifteen. and even though god knew that in that moment he would get saved he went back and saved him that just that just to me just shows how much god really cares about us
1: yeah no for sure uh and you know it's funny Like when, whenever you think about it Coming from somebody Who was a non-believer A year ago um, When I look back on it I think about it now It's like every, like every day Like just think about this bro Like Remember back to the day Right You heard the truth About the Lord right You heard the truth Right Not, not no sugar Not no sugar water gospel You know what I'm saying Like oh Jesus love you Come back bro See you next Sunday You know what I'm saying Like no you heard the truth about what this man like really did, and you went so deep and far to really see if he was really real, and you found the non biblical accounts, and or, you know what I'm saying, all that, right? Right. Think back to the day whenever you, you you heard the truth. Imagine if you would have just said no to it instead of accepting it.
0: Right? I don't even want to think about that. Lord have mercy. Right. Amen. Because like here, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. There's so many times like I've screwed up so badly in my uh-huh. life uh-huh. and I have made a mess of my life even as a follower of Jesus yeah. because God doesn't save us from the consequences of our sin mm. and so he still allows you to go through consequences like I was removed from a ministry school due to my sexual behavior like I I was messed up dude and like but yet I don't want if like if God allowed me to go through that as a believer and let me tell you that was not an easy part of my life because mm-hmm. it's not like I just left there and just put that past behind me. I was still attending the church that the school was attached to. Mm-hmm. I saw the same people. I saw the same dude that kicked me out every week for a year until God finally gave me a release to leave. And I don't even want to think about where I would be without him mm-hmm. because if I could go that far to the point that I would got removed from a ministry school with him... Mm-hmm that he allowed me to get that far because ultimately he brought me to him anyway because and when I got kicked out I was like there is no way I can do this life without him there's none and I I walked out of that man's office like crying sitting there thinking I need to go get on my knees and repent because if I could do this Mm -hmm. with him I was terrified of the thought of what I had to do without him facts And that's what I, that's why I'm like, when people bring up stuff like that, Uh I respect you and I respect people who bring that up, but I'm like, please, I don't want to think about
1: it. (laughs) I don't even want to think about it either. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I can't, but I had to, I sat down, I thought about it. Would, and and this, and this is a a serious question that I want to ask everybody who's listening to this right now. If you would have denied the message that was spoken to you, the truth, do you think that you would have that, that it would have came across you again right and mm. I want to ask that I asked that, Ooh. I asked that. Ooh. and because because bro we don't <laughs> we don't we don't you know what I'm saying like bro, we don't think about it we don't ever think about it like that I want you I want bro I want everybody to understand God still would make himself present to you like he always has every single day but, but if you denied that message Right And this goes to anybody who has heard the true gospel Of Yeshua HaMashiach Jesus Christ If you denied it You heard the truth, you denied it I'm oh, sorry you, you denied it Do you think that God will give you another chance to accept it again? What if you denied it right there in that instant and Then you And then And then and then you died Well, look, look, look. After, after it convicting your heart Sorry After it convicting your heart Getting at you And I'm talking about like Like you felt it You felt the presence of the Lord You know what it felt like Go ahead Sorry you, you said something that made me Sorry you said something that made me think um,
2: So um, you, So you made me think of um, There's this book I have actually that I read not too long ago And it's a really powerful book Um if you've never read it, I highly recommend it. It's called Ugly Thing. It's called, I think it's called... Um, it's either like um, Lovely... Th- I think it's Lovely Things and Ugly Places. What, well, the um, Madden Montgomery
0: book? Yeah, it's a good book, from what I've heard. I still need to read it.
2: If I'm okay to talk about it, I will.
0: I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm going to cut that part. I'm sorry. hey <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was ready for him to talk about it was going to be a very serious thing, too. That's the bad yeah, part of so it. Great. I'm, serious, man. I'm so sorry. I'm oh. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Keep going. No, so I love, I love so you, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hi again. Um, so, but it was a book from uh, a man called Matty Montgomery, and I was I was familiar with his work. He was uh, in a Christian metal band called For Today that was around for, uh, I think, since they disbanded in, I think, 2016. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was uh, <clears throat> he was talking about a show he had. I forget what city was in, but there was uh, they were doing like some signings and stuff. And, um, and what people don't know is like uh, like he and his like his wife used to go on tour with him as well. So um, like she was just as on fire for God as he was, and um, I would argue maybe even more at times. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I remember they had a a guy come up to him, younger guy. I think it was around like. I think he said it was around like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, like when the band was like just starting to gain traction. And uh, he asked, he asked the guy if he uh, if he knew Jesus in his heart, or if you know if he knew God and believed in God. And the guy said to him, you know, I am God in my own life. Oh. He was saying, I'm pretty much saying I am God, you know, stuff like that. Like I go on to read later in that chapter that the guy actually died in a car crash that same night. So it was very interesting that you brought up that question because I thought back to even reading about that experience, of that guy that pretty much you know denied God and said that he was God, and then yeah. that was the end.
0: Yeah. Well, that reminds me uh, in so, Matt when, when I was referencing earlier though some of the most bone chilling bits of Scripture. I'm about to read it to you. It's, it's in Matthew seven twenty one.
1: What's you laughing for now? Bruh, I'm not laughing. but you not hear bro? That okay, guys. Look, look, before we get into that, dude, that that,
2: the
1: that, that too. for real, bro. Think back to Pharaoh and the and the Israel guys. Let's think back to the Pharaoh and the Israelites. How many times did Moses go to go to Pharaoh? Seven, right? What and it was the constant same thing. Let my people go. For real. And what happened? It took it took high and mighty Pharaoh. For him to lose the most precious thing to him, which was his son, in order for him to be like, all right, go. Let, let's let, let me ask you a question, listener. What does God have to take away from you in order, for, in order for you to to really listen? And what if He did? You gonna get upset? You love your wife more than God. What if you? What if you? What if He took your your wife's life away because you didn't give her life? Right, you didn't give her life. The Lord gave her life So he can do He can, he can do whatever he pleases Right He's the giver of life And take her life That's what it says He takes the most precious thing to, From 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 you Your, your spouse What are you going to do? Takes your dog Maybe even your even your, your Favorite pair of Nike socks I don't know bro You know what I'm saying Takes the thing that you put That you love the most That you put your Your trust and your hope in the most Rather than him
0: well, you know know what the first commandment is: I Have no other gods before me, for I am a jealous God. And people think I, I don't think people understand that there's a, uh, for lack of a better term, that there's a positive side of idolatry. Meaning, you can take something that is good, and still idolatrize it and put it over God. Facts. So you can like, you can put your a relationship with a with your spouse is a good thing. The Bible talks about marriage; it's a good thing. But if you idolize that and put it above God. It's still an idol. And God says, I am a jealous God. And he will, like, if it gets bad enough, he could take your spouse away from you. He could take your car away from you. He could take your dog away from you or whatever it is. For me, I have been running sound for 15 years of my life. I'm 24. That's almost, well, started when I was 12. Yeah, so it's about half my life. Pretty much half my life. It's not quite 15. I did the math wrong. But I started when I was 12. That's the point. Started when I was 12. And... I put my entire identity in that because for so long I grew up not being able to be good at everything. I had a brother who's good at everything. But like to tell you how good he is, he, did, he heard a song that had never been played before ever. It was their first time debuting the song. It was on some big Christmas special thing. He heard the song for about five seconds and sat down and started playing with it. The song that's never been played before ever. And I, was, I had that to, to compare myself to. Don't get me wrong, I love my brother dearly, and he's very, very talented. But still, it was rough. And so when I found, you know, something that I was actually good at, I poured my soul into it. But I not tell you how many times God has taken that from me. Mm. Too many times, and has left me hurt, frustrated, and broken. Mm-hmm. And the, and that's why I was saying earlier, you got to keep moving. When whenever something happens to you, whenever God does take something, because you can't you can't read the story of Job and say that God don't take. God took everything from that man, For real. Bro. like took his kids, took his his wealth, took his wife, took everything, mm. and even they there was even well t- technically God didn't do it, but he allowed it. But anyway, um, that's the point is that like God kept praising him. His wife even said, "Why don't you just curse God and die? That's better than this." And
1: he was like, "No, no, 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 no. foolish woman, for real." <laughs> um, I imagine Job soared up, sores everywhere on his body. Look at her like Girl you foolish as hell boy. <laughs> Same God that did this to me Same God that gave us this 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 and that Get
0: out of here the thing is Job got Three times as much Three times as much Three times as much
1: But let me ask you this Did he get three times as much Because Because he he completed the test Or Or whatever No because Because What, what were you about to say No I was just Listening Because Because he, he They faith, gave up right? the faith But also Because God's just you know what I'm saying, like, so so I'm not I'm not going to sit here, and 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 at times I mean like you know like I, I say this but this this is what I'm like because I'm I'm making this my foundation, guys. Like like we have to make this our foundation, the Word of God. I'm not going to sit here, and I'm not wrong. I'm, I might want to be upset, but if God directs me a whole nother way from where I wanted to from where I wanted to go he's seen, he's seen ahead. You know what I'm saying? Now it's different, though. It's it's different. If I not not saying like 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 you know like not saying like I'm different in the sense of like I'm not agreeing with the Lord. It'd be different if if what I wanted, he's seen inside my heart. Because you know God will give you the desires to your heart. He will let you fall to that. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that right out there. That even says it in scripture. He will let you fall to the desires of your heart. And that's what I'm saying. It'd be different. Right if he if he just was like All right you know what I'm gonna let him have it Just because of the fact of he seems to Really want it more than he wants me And next thing you know what will I'm gonna get To it and I may get it Hold on to it for a very long time but guess what It just pushed me away From God right We all pray for bread who doesn't want Money right you can do great things With it You got you wanted a billion dollars so bad That God let you have that you don't. But now, now that you got it, you don't push your wife away. Probably cheated. Your kids don't mean nothing to you no more, right? You don't. Your your you'll prayer your 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 prayer time turn, turn now it's turned into gambling time, right? Spending here spending on 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 absolute absolute foolish buys, right? And next thing you know, you on your deathbed.
0: You know, sometimes I kind of feel like God is kind of. I mean, God God is referred to as father. Yeah. So I feel like he's kind of like, kind of like how we can relate to it as like a like an earthly parent. Mm. Well, we can go to the, we, as a kid, we'd be like, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, I want, I want. And they're like, no, you can't have it. No, you can't have it. No, you can't have it. And if you ask enough, most parents will be like, fine, fine. Just stop bothering me. Please just stop. Here, you just have it. Not necessarily that God's going to go that far with it, but God's going to be, uh, be like, Doesn't sometimes mean. I feel like we kind of tie his hands. We're kind of like, if you really want it that badly, mm. I will take my hands off of Jesus. I was trying to save you I was trying to bless you But if you want this bad enough I will let my hand go of it
1: Jesus says that The parable Of the woman and, and the judge She begged and begged The 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 judge To To um To basically You know Like redeem her And he wasn't doing nothing She kept begging and begging God was like Eventually he was like Alright Cause he got tired of her nagging Handed it over and you can see that scripture in whatever type of way. How you how you can see it can both go in a good way and a bad way. You know what I'm saying? But right now we're talking about this in the in, in bad sense. You know what I'm saying? Be thankful for the things that you did not get. Yep. And I want to direct yep. this straight to the men too. Yep. Be happy. Yep. That you did not get that shawty. Yep. That you so wanted. She may look bad, right? She may look so good. She she, she you know she y'all go to the same church. She likes she praising the Lord with you You know what I'm saying Singing, praising Hands up Right She going home She do tarot card readings
0: Mm.
1: Praying the crystals Thinking that the Lord speak to her through through paper and rocks, my boy
0: This is all witchcraft, by the way (laughs) astrology? Astrology? Your Ouija board? Uh did he put the cup on the wood. I'm sorry, I just now noticed that. <laughs> the boy
1: empty. <laughs> My
4: fault,
0: bro. Wait, was it empty? Yeah, empty. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know
4: it was empty.
1: But but for real, but for real, bro, like like we <laughs> we see things only in part. God sees My the full fo- is flying off the <laughs> bro? God sees the fullness of things. We we cannot sit here and really be like, man, God, I hate you for not giving me that. If this man is literally in today's Tomorrow and the next day, next day, next day, and he's seen things that you didn't see.
0: Well, honestly, dude, that's that's the hardest pill to swallow is that, like, one of the deepest things I've ever heard is that God takes people out of your life because he hears conversations you didn't. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, and so there's been and there's been times Mm. like I remember one time, like, I literally this literally hurt me so bad, I literally laid in my bed and cried over it. I was I was talking to this girl for like a, for like months, dude, we were every, all day, every day, never ran out of stuff to talk about. And one day she just texted me out of the room and she said, yeah, I feel like I'm going to pursue some other guy. And I was like, uh, what? You were sending me all these signals. I thought you was into me. And she was like, and the, the the exact phrase was, I tried to make my romantic feelings for you grow, but I couldn't. I'm like, what the f- does that even, what does that mean? What does that mean? That doesn't make any sense at all. And so, but looking back Everybody on it, their book. Looking, <laughs>
1: but
2: <laughs>
1: Looking back, I from place of her. But looking back,
0: God, God spared Amen. what it shouldn't have been. Amen. Not saying that she was a bad person. No. But just because, and, and like you, you took it the negative way. Saying that she could be at home reading tarot cards and all that stuff. I'm going to take it the positive way. She to be a good Christian girl on her way to heaven doing everything right, but that still don't mean that y'all need to be together. Facts. And God can still separate that. Facts. And so he knows. I, I, I'm I of the firm believer that God has a per- plan.
1: <laughs> what does that mean, bro? You do he bumped into a gravel
2: road. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my, my,
1: my Brad had a fish rock fly into his Do
0: mouth. What? I, I, I'm gonna re-edit. I'm about to start over my thought. What, what are you gonna say? Anyway, um, I'm not. I'm not gonna have to edit all. No, nah, don't edit now.
1: nothing, bro. This is uncut. <laughs> it's uncut. it's uncut, bro. bro uh,
0: yeah, unfiltered it's unfiltered. Christianity, unfiltered, we right? yeah, are yeah, <laughs> having unfiltered conversations <laughs> But um, facts. Lord have mercy. But yeah, it's just, you know, God has a plan and a purpose for every single one of us. And so, like, I'm going to use the – the example that I've used to people is that, like, if you are called into ministry, like, let's say if I'm called into ministry, like, specifically to be a pastor, you have, you know, a certain standard. You have to be above reproach. Mm. The Bible says that you have to live right and you have to do right. And so – As sad as it is, there's church politics that play into into it and there's, you know, I hate church politics. But like, you know, you have to you have to dress a certain way, you have to walk a certain way, whatever. And to within reason you can break that. But at a certain point, if you're trying to be a pastor, you shouldn't have a spouse that
1: (laughs) should Sorry guys. Uh (laughs) <laughs> our, our boy just got up off the couch and broke his back, bro. I heard, bro. I heard it. I heard it, <laughs> bro. Like, right. like straight old man Jenkins got up and just, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro got up said,
3: ah. <laughs>
0: Yes, they ain't all his bad arm <laughs> cracked and
1: everything. <laughs> I'm about bruh, to get bruh. a camera for y'all. Boy, went from 22 to, 20 to 82. It
4: 82.
1: <laughs> went from 19 90. to 80, 91. That's 90, what I was 90, 91. 91. 91. <laughs> That disc is gone. God. I heard it, my boy. Oh my gosh. I was like, bro, I feel
2: I thought the like...
1: pod was But, uh, <laughs> But, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Lord have mercy
0: Oh lord have We're mercy We're gonna pray
1: over your back Before we get off
0: of this, We got you man. Oh my goodness well, Yeah we'll, we'll lay hands on your back But lord. Shouldn't be If you turn the If you turn the fan on right. the, sink, it might
2: be the
0: sink will be loud Don't turn the sink on okay. the, sink <laughs> the sink is like a flood <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey
0: Hey, bro. fresh water. Hey, water. Hey, hey, you, got,
1: you got to do what you got to do, my boy. You got to make things.
0: <laughs> oh, we did just pause for you to wash. It. We'll just pause for you to wash your hands. How about that? <laughs>
2: do we do not agree? This is unfiltered. Unculted, That's off. off right? Unfiltered. So keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep, keep, rolling. keep,
1: keep rolling. Roll it rolling. We're on, bro.
0: Uh, for reference, there is a there is a.
2: There
1: is a
0: good Lord, mercy. have mercy.
1: No, bro, you good? No, Go uh, you're straight. Oh man, but, but, what were, but what were you saying, brother? continue, continue on.
0: So if you, if you are in ministry and you like, you can't have a spouse that is going to counteract your influence. Yeah. And so you can't have a spouse that is wanting... that is going to... people be like, oh, you preach so good word, but look at that thing he married. Because so people have that judgmental spirit. And so... is it, you know... But the point that I'm making is that, like... Not everybody's built for ministry. Not everybody's called to ministry. So, you know, I... Like, the way I see it, if I was called into ministry, I would want my spouse to be able to help me in some capacity. Because that's the goal. Adam, Adam needed a helper. He made Eve. So God made Eve because he needed a helper. And so, like... And, and and I'm not saying this is a one hundred percent across the board because 'cause I'm sure that there's like like I, I knew a pastor at my old church, his wife had nothing to do with the church. She she worked a completely different job, just nothing to do with it, which is fine for some people. But the point that I'm making is that like, you know, you're, basically what the point that I'm trying to say is that like your your purpose and her purpose, or if it's vice versa, her and her and him if 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 you're a female listening you have to, they have to coincide you know they have to go together you can't have you know like what what life are you going to build if like if if God's taking you one direction in your life and taking her in another direction that's completely incompatible and so i'm not saying that you can't have a career but i'm saying like if, if like if you're called in the ministry and she's like trying to make her career which is completely fine for her to do that and y'all are both gone all the time. How are y'all going to build a life together?
1: Amos three three, brother.
0: What does it say? Quote it for us.
1: Amos three three. How can two people decide in a direction to go, and if they can't agree? Exactly. You can. You could And you can use that with your relationship right now, with your wife or your husband, or your friends, or you could even tie it in your relationship with the Lord. He wants you to go one way, you want to go the other way. But understand, but understand, guys. Like this is, this is a. This is a relationship Like we not I'm not going to act like But God is a person It's a relationship Not a religion Like like you know like, Don't get me wrong Like like no Like you do have to dress Appropriately But does me putting on My suit and tie Right Going to church Does God gonna look at that And be like Oh yeah look at that boy That boy bust down boy <laughs> Come to the kingdom You know what I'm saying If he No He did the automatic matter, pass He on the line Let's matter go Matter of fact <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact I think James even talked about it Where he said You hypocrites How can you sit here And tell the man who's dressed up in the filthy rags Right to go sit in the back But then show more attention To the guy who's in the front Who's dressed cleanly Right like such things like that That's wickedness Bro you know what I'm saying But 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 I say that to say I, 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 and, and, and straight up, like, I want, I want y'all to under, understand something, that throughout Scripture, the poor and the broken, God loves that more than the rich and the upkept.
0: I mean, he flat out said that it, that it is hard, it's harder, or he said it's easier to, like... What was it put a needle through the eye of a camel or something than to, yeah. for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven yeah because because if the the thing is is like i in my mind the way I perceive that you know is that you know if you're rich, you don't need anything, mm-hmm. you have everything mm-hmm. you don't need a provider, you have it it is provi- you are the provider for most people, like you can buy lunch, you don't have to have lunch bought for you, you can buy a car, you don't have to have someone you know, pick you up because you're too poor for a car. You're like, no, I t- you could pay for any Uber service that you wanted to, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but like when you're like, if you're in the, in the filthy rat situation, if you're poor and, and stuff like that, then you need things and you need someone to provide for you. And that's where God wants us to be. Cause he said, blessed are the poor in spirit.
1: Yes.
0: And so, because he wants us to be at a point of saying, you know, it's, it's bringing us to the point of humility it's that I need you you know like I need you you know it's um, I can't do this without you because if you try to say that you can do it with God or without God excuse me then what's the point of God Amen. and that's the whole point is that we can't do this without him nope. we cannot do this without him at all any shape form or fashion
1: scripture even talk about that yep, as a matter of fact I've, uh, book of Romans where it says that is it was a Romans? I oh, know it's a book that Paul wrote. He says that, that Jesus. Of Jesus, from, Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. He's he's the perfecter of our faith. Exactly. With without him, y- you you don't have the power to overcome sexual temptation. Mm-mm. Without him, nope. you don't have the the strength to muscle up to hold your tongue back. For real. He's the perfecter of our faith, guys. And why is that? Because the Father ordained that from the beginning. So and throughout and throughout scripture, sorry. And throughout scripture, like isn't it a constant show that that like they what God speaks about like he does not want any of us to be tied down to anything that's part of this world, man. Don't be tied down to nothing. Be tied to him. Matter of fact, he even goes so far in depth to, to say, I, I didn't come here to bring peace. I came here to bring a sword. I came here to turn mother from daughter from mother-in-law and son from father. Right? Like he did, don't he don't want you to even be tied down to the people in here. He your even life. said that the gospel is offensive. It is. Yeah. Right? But that's the thing, like, like we're not go- I'm not going to act like that the, the scriptures say like. Like, 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 it was meant to bring people together. Like, no, it's meant to separate the the wicked from the from the godly, and that's plainly throughout Scripture. And so, I ask this question, and and maybe you can you guys can ask it ask it to yourselves, those who are listening, those who are here. Where do you stand? Right? Because, because, because a friend of the world is an enemy to God. Where do you stand? What's your foundation? What are you tied to and if you and if you are tied down to anything and if you don't know where you stand, do not sit here and think that God is going to be upset and angry. If you talk to him about it. This man literally made himself. And he made himself into a human. Actually, matter of fact, went to the beginning and made himself a baby. The most weakest state of a a man of a human. Right Went through every single temptation That we went through That we go through today Still didn't sin Cause he had his eyes on the prize Yep Made his foundation the father Come on Come on Well
0: You reminded me of There's a story in Acts This is probably my favorite story In the entire scripture mm-hmm. And uh, There was a man named Steva who had seven sons. Try saying that five times fast. The seven sons of Stephen. Anyway. Um, he, The seven sons woke up one day and said that they wanted to go cast out a demon. They just arbitrarily decided that they wanted to. They went and found a demon possessed man. And they started to pray. And the demon rose up in the man and said, I know Paul and I know Jesus, but who are you? Can we just pause for a second? The sass from that demon. Who are you? That is the question. So the demon rose up in the man, beat them, ripped their clothes off, and they had to run home butt naked. I kid you not. This is in scriptures in the the book of Acts. In in the book of Acts. The reason why I bring that up is that even if we want to do something good, we still can't do it on our own. Because when Jesus gave the Great Commission, we all pro- a lot of people probably knows is what, is, what is it? Go and preach to Judea, Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. Just the fact that he said to go to Samaria to the Jews, that was already bold because they hated each other. Yeah. They hated each other like big time. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were to the point that like you pass one like a Jew passes a Samarian in the street, they squatting up like that's how much they hated each other. They literally could not be in the same presence without physically fighting. Mm-hmm. They hated each other. Yeah. But he said, but. Before you do that, stay here in Jerusalem and wait for the Holy Spirit. Then go to Judea, Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. And
1: crazy thing, too, about the... Uh... Crazy thing, too, uh, another part about that scripture. Like, like, dude, when I think back on it, Like you just talked about it. They literally tried to cast that demon out in their own power, bro. <clears throat> like, in their own power, they literally tried to cast that demon out. But
0: but hold, but hold up. Here, here, here's a question. Why did the demon know Paul?
1: He's familiar with him,
0: but why? Why would he?
1: Why would he know Paul? He was. Do you think about it? Paul was. Paul was uh, persecuting the Christians. What did demons do? No, Saul was. Paul was the oh. Christian. Mm. Okay. So why did they know Paul? Why?
0: It's because Paul knew Jesus. Ooh. Every everything Ooh. that Paul said was Ooh. was Christ and Christ crucified. Wow. All of his books, Christ wow. and Christ crucified. That was his central message in pretty much every single one of his letters that wow. we read. Paul knew Jesus the demons knew Jesus because it says in the book of James that even the demons know who God is and they tremble
1: Amen.
0: so Paul knew Jesus and so they knew Paul so if we know Jesus they know us not because of us they know him and so the question is is that if somebody was like if you were to go pray against a demon would they say oh crap Daniel's coming hmm would they say, "Oh crap, Max coming"? Do they know you? That is the que- that is the legitimate question there. Mm. And the question is going to be no, or the answer excuse me, is usually going to be no if you don't know Christ. And to tie that in a little bit further to to our our original yeah. Matthew six six through eleven, the, this is some of the when I first read this scripture, it literally scared me. You
1: said six? No, seven seven
0: twenty one seven twenty one. Says not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the but the ones who will do the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Mm. That right there completely destroys any Anything that anyone ever says about words, You cannot save yourself. Anybody ever says that, take them back to the strips and tell them that they're wrong. Because they are. And so, yeah. the thing is, is that I think sometimes we rely too much on what we do. Well, I went to church this morning. I didn't just go. I served. I played on the worship band. I did media. I did greeting. I, I boiled some coffee. I did kids. Whatever. All that stuff is good. I'm not saying don't do it. That stuff is good. But that's not it. The end of the day, the end question is: Do you know Christ? And it's not just know. Like when I was in high school, you didn't say, "Do you know somebody?" And there'll be one or two answers. It'd be, I know of them, or I know them. The difference is, is, if you say I know of them, that that means that you are saying, like, I can, you didn't give them general general characteristics. You didn't say, "Do you know?" You didn't say, "Oh, you're talking about the blonde girl who sits in the back of class." Yeah, I know of her. I knew that she sat in the back of the class and she was blonde-headed. I don't know what her favorite color is. I don't know what she's been through. I don't know anything. But this man right here sitting next to me, we've been friends since for nine years. I know this man deeply. We've had many great talks. I've been to his house. I know his family. He knows my family. He's been to my house. I know this man deeply.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the question. A lot of people say that they know God because they can quote some Bible stories, some stereotypical surface-level Noah's, Noah, Noah's Ark and... You know, all the stereotypical Bible story, but Sunday school Bible stories. Good stories. They're great stories. Great stories. Great stories. But just because you can quote them doesn't mean that you know God. Yeah. And, and just because you do good things doesn't mean that you're getting into heaven. Do, mm-hmm. do you know Christ? And are you actually, like, saved? Are you actually justified? Yeah.
1: Are you immersed in him?
0: Because like what you were saying earlier, if you said no... Would you have an opportunity to say, say yes again? And the answer is probably not. Because the reality is, is that the next time you get in your car, you get in a car crash. There was a young man from our, from, our mini, from our young adults ministry. He tragically passed away after being in a car accident. And it was so sudden. I was just at work one day, got a text message and said that he was in the hospital. Because he, he had to be life to the hospital. And I was like, are you serious? Like, it literally, I was just on I was. Just, Doing my thing at work, and all of a sudden, I checked my phone, and I was like, "Devastated." I was like, "What the heck?" It was so sudden. He died two weeks later. Fought for two weeks. The Lord took him home, and he was a good man. He was starting to be a pastor. the The, the rain just on the on ra- the the Lord sends rain on the just and the unjust. Just because you th- you might be a good person, you might be on your way to heaven, you might love the Lord, you might do all these things, that doesn't mean that you're saved from it. But the, but the reality is you did get in a car crash, you did get cancer. We're not spared you know from bad things in this life just because we're Christians or just because we're a good person And I think a lot of times you know there are standards in our in in life beyond religion that are regarded as good, which are good honesty, integrity. You know, loyalty, stuff like that. Those are good traits. Even non-believers will will say, "Hey, these are good things." And you, and I've met non-believers in high school who are some of the nicest, kindest people, but they didn't believe in the Lord. They weren't Christians, and so those things are good. And they kind of, we would kind of rely on those things, but you can't rely on those things because at the end of the day, if you don't know God, and I'm talking like if you don't really know God, that's it. You're out.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I'm gonna say this too. I'm not necessarily going to say you're not saved. I'm just saying you might want to check yourself. yeah check yourself if you if you ran to an altar after an emotional service and repeated a prayer, you might want to check yourself. I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that i have I have been in services where there has been emotional manipulation, and there hasn't been and those same people who claimed that they were saved had no life change or fruits to give of it. And so so if, basically what I'm saying is that if you repeated a prayer but yet you don't have the conviction of Christ and you're not having that nudging in your soul of I need to live right, I need to stop doing these things, you might need to check yourself. Mm-hmm. And however you got to that point, however you say you were saved, whether, whether it was just through a conversation with somebody, whether – whatever. And if you don't have the conviction of God and you don't have evidence to support the claim that you are saved – Meaning you stop doing the things you, that you used to do. Is it going to be perfect? Are you going to be perfect? No. You're like Pornography, for example, is a neurological chemical addiction. Just because you get saved doesn't mean you're going to miraculously stop. Could you? Yes. doesn't mean you will. But the point is is that, like, I'm, I'm, let, let me say it like this. I'm going to be honest with you. I used to tell people I got saved when I was six years old. I don't know if I did. I just, When I was six, I would have randomly looked at my mom and said, Mom, I want to know Jesus. Don't know why I said it. I remember that day like it was yesterday. She prayed with me, tucked me into bed, kissed me on the forehead, and I went to sleep. It wasn't until I was 20, after coming to a young men's small group at the church I currently attend, and the truth was presented to me, that and he was saying stuff like this, that just because you repeat a prayer doesn't mean you're necessarily saved and all this stuff. And I, I left there. And I said, God, I don't know. I really don't know. And so I was pulling out that man's driveway. And I said, God, I don't know if how how I've been living is what your biblical Christianity is. And if it hasn't been, I want it. I want to know you, like that man was saying on that video. I want to know you how your Bible says I need to know you, not how the world says I need to know you. And hold hold on one second. And after that. I started getting conviction, like like nobody's business. I started getting revelation. I started getting a deeper understanding of the Scripture. I started having a hundred for Him. Did I? Does that mean I stopped sinning? Absolutely not. The devil actually started hitting me harder than I've ever been hit before. Yeah. But the point is, is that Amen. I left that man's house being convicted. You know, I was convicted. I was I was wanting to live different. I was disturbed and dis- and. Disgusted with some of the things that I was doing, it was harder for me to say yes to sin, and I felt worse after I did it. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I'm saying. And I know there's a lot of people <clears throat> that got saved by by raising their hands and repeating, you know, a prayer. But if you the that's that's the checklist yeah. basically is what I'm saying. Is mm-hmm. that is that like if you don't have the conviction, <laughs> that's a problem. Facts. That's a problem. Yeah. If you're if it's if it's not harder for you to say no to sin, that's a problem. I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm just saying you need to check yourself. Because um, it's not my authority to say whether you're saved or not. But, you know, and it's just, those are, the, I think, the two big things. So, real quick, I'm sorry, I have one more you thing. And then, <clears throat> so, you're like, so you're probably like, how do I know? How do I know if I'm saved? Well, in Romans 10, it tells you. It says, if you believe in your heart that, that Jesus was raised from the dead, and you confess with your mouth that Christ is Lord, then you shall be saved. It didn't say anything about the of sin. But it said, believe and confess. And so that's the thing. As long as you believe that Christ is the Son of Jesus, is the Son of God, and that He's the only way, that there is no other way, and you confess that Jesus is Lord, and I would add, and, like, and the third thing is repent. I know It doesn't specifically say that in Romans 10, but if you really meant what you said, stop doing what you used to yeah. do.
1: Repentance is, a, is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing. What you thing. got? To add on to what you said about the heart Yep 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7 For the Lord does not see As a man sees For man looks at the Outward appearance But the Lord looks at the heart And when he looks At your heart Does he see himself In you You know if he looks at my heart right now does he see himself in it, me?
0: It's like in relations. He talks about the gifts of the spirit. The one spirit, the holy spirit. Mm. What is it? Patience, kindness, love, gentleness, love. Yeah. Love, love,
1: yeah. Tenderness, yep. yeah.
0: Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. something like that. And so if you're not exhibiting them gifts,
1: reevaluate. Yeah. If you're not this to your life, yeah. Reevaluate. Reevaluate.
0: I got something to pull up Go while ahead, you're work,
1: talking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, if you're not applying those to your life, reevaluate. Check yourself. Yeah. Again, He's, we
0: do we do not have the authority to say whether yeah, you're saying that. Yeah, or not, yeah, for, just yeah, yeah for yeah, for real.
1: Yeah, yeah, no one has that authority. Only Christ does. But you know, dang man. Woo Boy.
0: I apologize if you didn't hear my keyboard typing. Nah, but for real, dude. Like
1: like we have to constantly apply this guys. I do like, dude, like, like it like this. Like dude like it's easy to give yourself a title. Right? It's easy to give yourself a title. It's, it's easy. It's easy to call call yourself something. But are you really that? Exactly. Like, bro. Like, like you can call yourself a Christian. Me, I call myself. I, I follow. I, I say I follow the way, the one true way, the only way. You can claim that, but do you live it?
2: And it's also. It, I was gonna say it was just that. It's also easy to give other people titles. You know, even if it, even if it's in that positive sense, or you can be completely slanderous of other people too, you know? Mm. <coughs> you know? And and that even goes back to what we were talking about or what you had us read, you know, with uh Matthew six through eleven. I think of uh chapter seven where it was talking about I had it written down. As uh, like the I pretty much I wrote it down as the speck versus the log in the eye, the analogy that he used. When we like talk about it was essentially like like in the passage, it was essentially considered hypocritical to judge someone for a small speck in their eye when you got a log in your own, like your, your own set of problems. Mm. Then you're probably, and if it's a log, that means it's bigger yeah. than the speck. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, <clears throat> like, like, you're better off trying to deal with the log to then be in a position to help with the speck yeah. in a yep. friend's eye, oh, you know? Yeah. Oh,
0: so. Uh-huh adding on to what i was saying though is that i just want to be abundantly clear what i was trying to say you know because the reason why i'm just like harping on this a little bit is because when we're talking about a deeper subject like this it's 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 hard you know to you know like it's easy to get misunderstood let me put it that way and 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 i don't want that to happen so i'm trying to be abundantly clear here and so so, I have this song lyric. Again, I do not own any of these lyrics. This was a song called Sola Fide, which means uh, only faith in Latin. It's by a, a Christian rapper named Flame. And so, he has actually a degree in systematic theology. Like, the man is wicked smart, and he takes, like, these, these insanely deep theological concepts and raps about them. Like, mm-hmm. I t- it's talent. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so he says... So this whole song is, is talking about justification, salvation. It's talking about because he used to be a Calvinist, you know, which Calvinism believes in uh, the doctrine of election, meaning I'm making it, you're not, Tyler's making it, Jack's not, Mac is, but Preston isn't. You know, just kind of like God arbitrarily picks and chooses, which is completely unbiblical in every shape, form, and fashion. And So this is what he says about it.
1: That sounds like, sound like, like a like straight religion to me boy. Yeah, For like, real Yeah for real
0: But on, on, there's a reason why I want to read these layers And I'll point out to you after I, I read them It says it said, Lest you hear me wrong we should bear fruit and seek to grow You say you're a branch connected with the vine Then I'm expecting to see results But the problem is with sanctification Which sanctification is the act of Separating yourself from sin and clinging to God And becoming more holy Um he said, being, he said, with salvation being the place that you want to take him, he said, obviously, someone is probably... He's talking, he's talking about if you're evangelizing to somebody. He said, when obviously someone is probably depressed and down to salvation, it's kind of pharisaic, I meaning it's kind of like the Pharisees, how we arbitrarily make these laws. Like, he's been saved now for how long and still struggling with the same flaws? And then you prescribe that he scuba dive into that same heart, that sin-filled, hope-killed, broken-willed, and super-dark, heart and don't see the and you don't but you don't send the person inside himself you remind that saint that's extra nose outside which means outside of himself we are justified by faith alone so quick to say that he ain't a saved soul you on go mode snatching away faith probably why non-believers stay away now you're doing damage he can't meet your standards that actually have nothing to do with his grace mm that's deep. Mm. That's deep, and so you know the thing is, is that we make standards in our own world of like this is what you have to do to be saved, and that's why I was talking about the raising your hand thing, is that um, we we say this is how you're saved, but biblically is that really so? And so then, and then that's what a lot of people, and a lot of people say, like I just said, you're supposed to have the fruits, which is true to a degree, but yet they see a struggle. And they're like, well, they must not be saved because they're still struggling. No, 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 no. That's not, that's. not I want to make that abundantly clear. That's not the case. Because, like I was saying, pornography is a neurological chemical addiction. That's not going to go away overnight. Even as you can be as saved as you can possibly be and on your way to heaven and love the Lord with everything in you. But that doesn't mean, like, like, I've been open about it on this podcast. I struggle with it. I have to fight every single day of my life against it. Because it's just a, it is a neurological chemical addiction. Mm-hmm. It is a struggle That's not going to go away overnight I'm not condoning it It's still yeah, sin
1: Yeah, It's a stronghold man For it real It is bro. a for real it stronghold It's a for real stronghold man. It's- I that For real dude I'm telling you boy I used to be around the block Like some cheese Boy like You know what I'm saying Like bro, we- I just never <laughs> I used to be on the block Like some cheese man For real dude Like I remember My wife now Bro we were I'm talking about Like cheating on each other and 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 then and 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 you know i was i was a sex addict i couldn't go to sleep without busting you know without busting one i had you know what i'm saying like bro that that was that was who i was 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 the key word Was. Was. was 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 and that's
0: the point that i was trying to make is that if you are truly saved and you truly know christ that was should be somewhere in your statement. Mm. I was struggling with pornography, I was a sex addict, I was a drug addict, yes, I was addicted to alcohol, mm-hmm. I was depressed and suicidal. Amen. Come
1: on, but God, come on,
0: but God,
1: but God, but God, but God, <laughs> but God did, but God, did. But God, did. God, did. But
0: God did, and so the point is, is that Paul says in Ephesians, we are saved by grace through faith alone, not by works grace through faith alone and it, and he went on to say it is not our doing it was a gift of god and so that's in ephesians 2 and so the point is it's so simple i feel like we try to over rationalize and over spiritualize it is literally so simple have faith have faith in christ say he's the one confess to other people that you're a christian and that you love christ and you're safe. that's it it's so simple
1: that it is. it's so simple that's and it I, and it don't matter how long you've been in it Right, that man that was hung up on that cross right next to Jesus. What did he say? He believed in him. He said, "I truly, to this day, I yep. tell you, you'll be with me in paradise." Exactly.
0: Yeah, he also told the other dude to yeah. shut up, and he did nothing wrong.
1: Uh huh. But, but he was literally He literally became immersed in Christ for maybe only five minutes. Maybe I don't know not how long. Even, it was. Maybe
4: not even that. Maybe that not even that. That
1: could dying breath, Oh boy! Didn't matter how long he like, how long <laughs> it was. He accepted him into his heart. Right
0: but, but here, but here, going on to that, though, we can infer Perfect. that if he's being crucified for being a thief, we can infer that he was not a, quote, good person, unquote. No, no. But yet, none of it mattered none when it he said, fair. remember me Facts. and told the other dude to shut up. Facts. None of that mattered anymore. Because when God says you are, you're his child... And you and you confess to be a believer in Christ Jesus All your sins are wiped away All your past hurts All your past addictions All your past everything Gone Gone It's all gone
2: And the key to it was Is the fact that He recognized that he had messed up And that he needed Exactly Needed him Yep Bruh. Yep yes, Yep bro. It was It was Out of humility Yep It was out of It was with a sincere heart That's the difference Exactly Think about it
0: but but going back to going back to the song lyric that I just read is that he to say anything is that a lot of people you know he was like we so say you need to go check yourself okay yeah I know I just used that language but what I really meant was you need to go back to the foot of the cross that's really what I meant so it's like he he said in the song that we try we tell them to go into and go scuba dive their heart that sin filled hope killed broken willed heart we're wicked. We no, don't need to look inside ourselves. No one's righteous. It's outside of us. No we ain't righteous. righteous, and so that's what I was saying. That like if if you are if you are at all questioning your salvation, just go to the foot of the cross and say, Jesus, I need help. Help me, Jesus. Who? Like come into my life. I believe in you.
1: We forget about the the titles of who who our Lord is, man. Not only is He Lord, not only is He the Son of God. This man is messenger. Healer, deliverer, provider, provider, protector, king, friend, father to the fatherless. Yep, brother. I get tears in my eyes talking about it. All of that on one. Alpha Omega, beginning and end.
0: Yep. You also, hold on. We got 16 names of God. And that's just, that's just the beginning of it, dude. That's just the beginning. We about to read, we about to read all 16 of them.
1: gotta wait for it to load. Who are we to say, bro? You know? That he can't get you through it. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing. Hallelujah. Bro.
2: Neither did I My dad died when I was really young too He had lung cancer real bad Yeah Uh
1: huh Yeah my father My father Freaking in and out, He stayed in prison And then I only met him like one I met him well, I met my father twice actually One one time was after a movie Back when I was uh, I think like Maybe I think like 17. Second time was in this casket Cause he killed himself Demons got to him, man. You know, and I never knew how to grow up as a man, right? And which, which is very, which is, which is, I feel like for those listening too, like if you have a mom, right? Let's say you, your family knows if you if you play this, if your family knows the Lord, and you got a, and you got a mom who's trying to play both roles, tell her right now, don't play both roles. Stick stick to your motherly way, right? Cause a mother, cause a mother cannot teach you how to be a father. I remember that this man who I blaspheme for for twenty one, I say twenty, yeah, twenty years of my life, right? I would say because I didn't know God when I was a child. I wasn't living for Him when I was a child, so I you know, so blaspheme. I did every I get everything on my own. Blasé, blasé, you know. This man that I blasphemed my whole entire life. Show me what it meant. To be A man A real True man And you know what's crazy Which is, which is even more wild I, I, I got to see my father Physically I know this man's super powerful Because I can't even see him Be everything That he's laid Down Right So strong Every, every word that he spoke So powerful His presence even though you can't even touch him physically bro he right here right now and his and and i put I, dude I, I sometimes i am speechless right now i can't see this man but he taught me how to be he taught me how to be a, a man and be a, and and to be a father to the fathers to be a brother and and to be a husband more than any physical man could ever do Ever could show me. Why? Because I go. We go back to the beginning of the conversation. Because I put my trust and my faith in him. I said, "Lord, immerse me in yourself." Because blessed are those who take refuge in this in Him. That's what Psalm says. I forgot what Psalm says. Blessed are those who take refuge in Him. All oh, matter of fact, teacher as well too. Because that's what he is bro we get all that in one man I'll never I'll, I I said it again I say I say, say it again as I said it before I'll never go back I can't we can't guys those to us right here right now to those listening we can't go back and if you haven't started, start. Start because, like he said, man, life's a vapor, dog. It's here, it's here right now, it's gone the next, and then comes what judgment, man. Dang, but pray, praise, all praise the Lord, man. We're sitting here right now amongst each other, fellowshipping. You know, t- taking, taking, taking all of it in—not just bits and pieces. You know what I'm saying? Taking all of it in, like how it's supposed to. Don't just do we not digesting just one part of God? No, we we digesting all of who He is right now. This is what it means to be a disciple, to be a follower. To not only love your... This this is what it means to love your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself.
0: Well, I got the names of the Lord (laughs) pulled up. This has nine of them. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And this... I was first introduced to the different names of God when I was in ministry school before I got kicked out. It... We look at God in our Western culture as so one-dimensional. We just say God. This really shows you who he really is. We're going to go through them. First, we got Eloha, meaning God, mighty, strong, and prominent. We have Elohim, which means God, creator, mighty, and strong, which is the plural form of Eloha, and it, which accommodates the doctrine of the Trinity, El Shaddai, God Almighty, the mighty one of Jacob, speaks to God's ultimate power overall, Adonai, which means Lord, used in place of Yahweh, which was taught by the Jews to be sacred, too sacred to be uttered by sinful men, meaning Yahweh was too sacred. Then you had Yahweh, uh, Jehovah, which means Lord, strictly speaking, only proper names for God. And so you have, and this is where it starts to get real good. Is that you have, you can either say it, I've heard it both ways. I've heard it Yahweh, it was like, then whatever it is, or Jehovah. So you have Yahweh Jirah, or you could say Jehovah Jirah. I was always taught Jehovah, which means the Lord will provide. The name uh, memorized by Abraham when God provided the ram to be sacrificed in the place of Isaac. Yahweh Rapha is the Lord who heals. You have uh, Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is our banner, where banner is understood to be rallying place. This was after the battle of the Amicalites. Yahweh Medtidesh, the Lord who sanctifies, makes holy. God makes it clear that he alone, not the law, can cleanse his people and make them holy. You have Yahweh Shalom, the Lord is our peace. The name given by Gideon to the altar that he built after the angel, the Lord assured him he would not die as he thought he would after seeing him uh Jehovah Elohim the Lord God a combination of God's unique name Yahweh and the generic Lord signifying that he is Lord of lords well this is referring to Yahweh Elohim I don't even know how to pronou- know how to pronounce this What's one the to the Lord Let me is hear? our righteousness Let me see? the to I can't even can't even try it's like to Sigidnu oh yeah y-
1: Yahweh Yahweh said, "Is the T silent? Maybe T or it was, yeah. T it Yahweh is. Oh z- yeah. T- t- is your phone
0: hasn't All right, test name one, two, three. All right, we're good to go. Part two. Part two. <laughs> Part two. I'll splice it together somehow. The devil will not stop this. He tried Negative. to make this, this this technology not work. This don't work in the name of Jesus. If y'all hear a weird gap, that's why." All right, the unfiltered, uncut, Preston, go. Well, I was
4: gonna let you finish what you were saying because <laughs> oh, right.
0: it may have cut it off. Well, it, well, I don't even know. I don't know even know when it cut it off. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start over what I was saying. Okay. And if y'all heard it twice, I'm sorry. <laughs> so when it, when I first met Preston, and I told him I was starting this group up. He told me with such you know with such emotion in his voice, he was like, dude, I've been praying for so long. To have good godly friends because I really wanted to turn my life around and the people in my life were not want, were not conducive to that. They were bringing me down and it was making me depressed. It was making me anxious and all kinds of stuff. And I and it just blows me away that I I never thought that I would be used, you know, to be that I was you know quote good enough for lack of a better term to be used to for the Lord to answer that prayer. So the point is one, the Lord always answers prayers. Don't ever give up. Keep praying. I don't know how. He he didn't tell me how long he was praying for it. But point is don't give up. Keep going. Keep praying. And you never know, you know, how or when the God is going to answer your prayers. As long as you're just humble and you're ready to be used by
4: him. And... Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so I guess um, it all started. I was working multiple jobs just trying to make as much money as I could and there for like the last six months of this one year I was um, working this ice job making like $720 a week also working on Harbor Freight helping them and then selling weed and all this other stuff on the side making so much money that I didn't even know what to do with it and I couldn't even spend it because a lot of it was illegal money like I was getting paid under the table I was getting all that money from selling weed and weed byproducts And, you know, I just wasn't happy with life. Nothing really made me happy. You know, I'd smoke and I'd be complacent and be chill, but it just, nothing was never enough, man. Like, so uh, that's when I really started praying to God, asking Him to put good people in my life because everybody around me was evil, nasty people. Like, I mean, like, you would have to look over your shoulder around these people because they were always ready to get a rise out of you because you were ahead of them and they just wanted to take what you had so that's when it really started for me praying for people like I got around me right now and so I asked God what do you wanted me to do and it's not like he gives your an answer instantly maybe sometimes he does and you know so I sat there and I, I waited and waited and he told me I should quit my jobs and seek him even more and at first I was like Bro, are, you, are you sure about this Because I need money to survive And he was like trust me So I started with one job Left that one Stopped selling weed And then I finally Finally listened and jumped And just quit all my jobs And uh, it was a huge leap I had I had like $10,000 saved up well, Not a lot of money but it was enough To keep me afloat for a little while and I spent like a whole year trying to get closer to God, and I kind of failed because I was still hanging out with those bad people and smoking a lot of weed, and and it didn't and it, it didn't really work out because I was still living in the fleshly nature and trying to trying to live for myself. But um, here recently, my buddy Tyler got me to go into this church at Rock Springs, and all the stuff that we've been doing there, it's just I feel like it's just changing my life and in ways that I would never imagine, man. And here I am, uh, coming up to my last few thousand dollars and I'm asking God, like, what, what do you really truly want me to do? And, and in that time that I've asked him that he's helped me, uh, find this discipleship group. And I've grown even closer to God than I've ever been in my life. And I've never been on fire for him as I have now, you know? And, uh, Yeah, so I just took that huge leap, having no job, and some people might think I'm crazy for doing it, man, but I don't know, I just feel like a 9 to 5 isn't for me, because I was always depressed when I was doing my 9 to 5, always getting busy and never making time for God, and now I have all the time in the world, and most of my day is like 60-70% of listening to worship or giving myself to God, like... And this That's is truly remarkable good. how I feel. Like that is good. I still have depression and still battle with stuff. I'm not perfect or anything, but I can easily find myself and snap out of it and be like, no, man, God's got me like
0: You see what what you just did there is the act of um taking every thought captive. That is honestly one of the hardest things to do. But if you can manage to learn how to do that, it will change your life. It will change your life. Yeah, man. Um the thing is, is that you gotta just, whenever that devil comes up with any thought, whether it be like, hey, go go on that website that you ain't supposed to be on, go watch that movie, go go to that girl's house when they ain't when the parents ain't there, they alone or whatever, like you gotta be like, nope, I ain't doing it. Yeah. And, and we're, we're, as we start to to wind down and wrap this up, you know, um, the thing that I think about with that is Luke chapter four. Is that's, that, that chapter talks about how Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. So a couple of things that I like about that is that the first sentence says, Jesus, comma, led by the Spirit, comma, was led into the wilderness. Or he said, full of the Holy Spirit was led into the wilderness. If Jesus himself, who was fully God, but yet still fully man, needed to be full of the Holy Spirit, how much more do we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit? And every time Satan came at him, to tempt him what did he say it is written he quoted scripture it is written he quoted scripture what he said what you said in the beginning every scripture is God breathed It is sharper than any two edged sword that is our weapon and then the final thing that I get out of that verse or out of that chapter it says after as there was an after an Jesus ugh, I cannot talk after Satan had finished his tempting he left until an opportune time Satan's not going to get you while we're here together he's going to wait till you're alone it's going to be 2 o'clock in the morning. When you can't sleep, you're tired, you're frustrated, you had a bad day, that's when he's going to get you.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: When you had a good day, he'll leave you alone. Yeah. When you're with somebody, he'll leave you alone. That's why marriage is so important. That's why a relationship is so important. You have that person to help you. Having a friend, a brother, a sister, when you're like sisters having sisters, brothers having brothers, that's so important. So important.
1: Yeah. Hey, Amen. No. Dude, you, you're literally living a lifestyle that we as believers should, bro. Like I said, like I said before, do not be tied down to anything. God tells you to give it up, give it, give up. it up, and you did that, brother, I, bro. You don't know proud what I'm of you, bro. And for real, give
3: it up. I wouldn't have to be. But like something that's really stuck out to me from uh, Thursday night with that Clay said was when or Mac. You might have even told me this when me and you talked, it's when you don't wait on God or when you don't give up, especially when it comes to people, and I've learned this from experience, if you don't, if God tells you to let go or give up on that person and you don't, he will allow that person to physically and mentally tear you apart. Mm, and mm, I know that from
0: experience. Yes. That's right, the doozy of a Matt story. And that's Daniel that's Daniel the doozy of a story. story.
3: <laughs> it's, but he will, he will allow that person to mentally destroy you, and you'll just begin to destroy yourself too from thoughts of that person.
0: So, the moral, the moral of it is, give it up. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Mac, why don't you pray us out?
1: Don't hold back. No, I got, I got you, man. Trust me, I never do. Let's do it. Father, in the mighty name of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, I ask you, Father, for everybody here right now and to everybody who's listening, the Lord help us to, to accept your will for our lives. We all go through different experiences. Many of us are on different roads, encounter different things. Many Many of our roads end shorter than others. Some are longer. But at the end of the day This journey to you Leads to the same Has the same destination Which is you So God Keep us strong man Keep us strong man Please father keep us strong Cause it's hard It is it is it's hard But we know with you we can do anything Yes Lord So keep us strong Father please Remind us to, to fix To fix our thoughts On what is honorable And true Yes Lord And right to think about <laughs> so we, we know we, we We in your hands Father We know that you got us So Father May your will always be done In our lives Even when we don't Even when we aren't Acceptable to it May you will always be done Thank you for always being faithful to us Whenever we are not faithful Thank you for your love and your mercy Thank you so much for absolutely everything that you've given In Yeshua's name I pray, amen
0: Thanks everybody for tuning in for another episode I knew that was a longer one But I promise it was awesome, it was worth it uh, tune in next time, and I'll have these guys back with me, and we'll we'll be getting after it. Be the God church. God bless you all.